five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Ah, hello and welcome, everyone. Welcome to Truth Beer and Podsequences. So this is the podcast where my co-host and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts and YouTube shows from the previous week. We get together at a podcast host, and today we are back at Higher Gravity Summit Park. Thank you, Higher Gravity, for being a gracious podcast host. And thank now, you, Sonder, for not kicking us out of your tap room yeah, last thank week. You. <laughs> thank you. So... Uh, hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the host of the other podcasts. We will see. We will see. <laughs> we will see. We, we, we may have pushed some buttons last week. Uh, we will see if we hear from anyone on on any of that. All in just good old-fashioned Oh, absolutely. They, they know we love them. I hope they know. Uh, they them. do. Uh, and so I am Marco. I'm a taproom manager here locally. And that voice you heard belongs to the best co-host in Podcastlandia. I am Julia, and I am a craft beer drinker, and I like telling you about goat yoga at 50 West. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to put that in there often <laughs> all in our the calendar time. episode. Multiple times a month. It's all your fault, actually. It is. It really is. They, you, they I, call you to book it. <laughs> hey, Julia, guess what? We're doing more goat yoga, and I'm like, oh, great. Yay, okay. Yay. No, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Absolutely Goat fun. yoga? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. I've done it before. Yep. Good, good, good. Sometimes, so, sometimes depending on the company, if the goat poops on your yoga mat, they give you a free yoga mat. Awesome. 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 <laughs> All right. So um, speaking of poop, you got a disclaimer for us. <laughs> yes. The thoughts and opinions on this podcast are ours and ours alone. They don't reflect any entity which we may be affiliated with, such as full-time jobs or higher gravity. If you have something you want to talk to us about, tell us. You can send uh, us an email, an electronic mail, uh, at the website that we will give you, or the email address <laughs> we will give you at the end of the podcast. All the things. We'll give you all uh, the we'll contact give you the social media the information. And if you yeah. wish to send a handwritten letter, uh, don't. I don't. I don't have an address for you. I mean, if they if they have higher gravity's address, I could send it here. I'm sure that I guess that, that one of the fine. Uh, Producers up here would hold on to it for us. Okay. Yeah. If you want to put a gift card in there too, that'd be that'd be sweet. even better. That'd be awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, no craft beer podcast would be a good craft beer podcast. And actually, I mean, a, a, a podcast about uh, Cincinnati-based podcast that talks about everything that they talk about, which could encompass so many different beverages. Absolutely. At least you have a beverage while you're sitting around talking. And so, Julia, what you drinking? I am drinking antelope from Rheingeist. They're, they're amber. It is delicious. Every time I see it on the board, I have French to get a pint or two. Antelope. Antelope? No, it's not. Oh. Oh. Right. Is it? I was, You're the one who I'm, speaks French. <laughs> I, took, I took classes in high school. I don't remember that anymore. Yeah. I, but I do like Spanish? it. Spanish? Antelope? Hmm. Could be. Maybe more Spanish. Maybe it's a... I don't know. It's a, it's a regional thing. I took Spanish in high school, so I don't know. <laughs> don't know either. Don't know either. <laughs> It's it's delicious. I've never been disappointed. It's not a word by that's in the beer. Bible that I know of. What antelope? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. If you know, listeners. Well, there had to be at least the two word of them. antelope. There had to be at least two. Yes. But were they called antelope or were they called something else? You know, to where? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. What about you, Marco? What's uh What's in your glass on this wonderful August late afternoon, early evening? Yeah. Yeah. So I've got uh, venomous villains from. 
King's Country Brewery Collective. Okay, and it's an American IPA because we know styles matter yeah. so much. Yeah, it's an IPA. It's good. Yeah, it's good on. Yeah, I had no problems with it. It's fine. It's cool. Good. It's good. All right. Well, we have a couple of podcasts, a couple of YouTube shows, episodes, things to recap. So what do you say we make sure that we're both on a level playing field here before yeah. we start talking about well, it? Well, before we start, I also want to get a big shout out to uh, Christopher Cross, who's in the background here, uh, background <laughs> music, who's had a, a, a few of his hits in the background here, thanks to producer Nick. Can Thank I, you, producer Nick. Can I just ask with like the playlist that he normally has going on while we're here, how old is he? I mean, gotta be older than you, right? Some of these songs were <laughs> definitely from the seventies. It's it's great. Like yeah. I have no issue with it, but it's also one of those not necessarily expected. Right. But it's a good time. It's I from will the say, Christopher I, Cross Station. I do miss producer Annie's playlists, so hopefully we will ah, be yes. seeing her soon. Hopefully we'll see producer yes. Annie. I miss producer yes. Annie. Yeah, and Hope. producer Todd, Todd producer Jake, yeah. and Great to producer, see producer Adam. Todd, yeah, uh, last yeah, week, yeah, that was wonderful. We saw him all We were up at yeah. Sonder, and it was great to, to catch up with him a bit. And yeah, all of our producers that we've had here every time we're at Higher Gravity, I mean, they're all fantastic, and great. we could not thank them enough for putting up with our shenanigans. That's, yeah, yeah, ex exactly. Yes. So uh, you were saying. I was saying, let's uh, see if we both listen to and watch the same things before we start trying to talk about stuff that maybe one or the other isn't familiar with. Yep. Did you happen to catch up on this week's The Weekly Pint from The Gnarly Note? I did. Excellent. Uh, what about, there were two episodes, two shows of The Bruce Guys Booze News. And I say two because... Their episode from last week didn't come out until Tuesday, mm -hmm. so it missed our cutoff. And then this week's episode, which hit on Mondays, Monday as morning. is typical. So yeah. you got both of those in? Got them. Awesome. And then we have a national podcast that talked to a, a good friend of, of the podcast, of Truth Beer Pod, all about beer, where they interviewed Brett Coleman Baker. Yes. Awesome. Cool. So we are... We're on target. I, I think also, we can make this happen. Yeah. Also, just a shout out to Adam for Adam Makes Beer. I caught up mm -hmm. on several of his uh, YouTube Excellent. shows. So Excellent. Great content. I uh, I enjoyed it. And so now living right down the street uh, from Cartridge, I'll, I'll probably uh, head over there yeah. at some point. See of course, you and, I, maybe, yeah. you and I and, and Josh uh, were there. Um, yeah, that was but fun. Probably make my way over there, you know. Um, a little more often. You are now much closer than you I am. were. And actually, and you're still a lot we, closer than I am. When we went, uh, which was right after uh, going to Ohio Valley Hops, mm -hmm. um, that was that had been the first time I'd been there, Same. and I brewed right down the street from them for years. a while. Yeah, yeah. So, just because a place is close doesn't necessarily mean it's convenient to get there, or that it makes sense to to go there on a regular basis. You know. So it's fine. Yeah, the, but it's the, close. I do wish they that I would have. They did make it challenging, I mean, with the with road. With the road closures, yeah. I do wish that I would have made it before, like, the saucy buyout, just to kind of experience it as cartridge was right. set up to be. Right. And and I don't have that experience either. Right. I don't, I don't, yeah. So I don't know what's different, what's the same, other than half of their tapless is cartridge, half of their tapless is saucy. 
But other than that, is the experience the same? I, I don't know. And, and I kind of do wish that I had that, uh, that experience to, to pull from. But it is what it is. I'm glad that we both were finally able to make it there. Yep. Uh, with that being said, what do you say we jump into uh, the most recent one that hit our, our podcatchers and our social media streams, The Weekly Pint? Yep, let's go. All right, this was episode 180, The Quest Continues. Before we kind of get into this, I do want to say that I got an email from the, shit, what's the company that did the pickle spritz with Clausen pickles? I got oh, yeah. an email saying, hey, limited amount back in stock. And I'm like, oh, I got this email like an hour ago. Ooh, Went so to the website. Back? back? No. Went to the website. It had only been an hour. Already sold out. I'm like, oh, come on. Wow. I'm trying here. So, so Nim, if I happen to see it, if I happen to catch it, I will I will split a $50 eight pack with Split you. your pickle? <laughs> we will split the Oh, oh. Wow. 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 Damn. All right. We're, we're starting there already. Uh, this, Marco, you and I, we let Noom down. We were not present for this week's Weekly Pint because we were having a great time recording with Anthony Tank Mansfield, yeah. his, his podcast, What You, what into. you into. So keep an eye out for that. We had an amazing conversation with him, but due to the timing of that, we were not able to be participants in the Weekly Pint, which basically meant Noom couldn't drink any Oktoberfest beer, which was the sole purpose for this week's show. Well, there was somebody's Josh who was trying yes. to hold the show up he, on his shoulders. And I think that he did a great job. Yeah. He was able to provide Gnome with a vote for the Oktoberfest beer to drink because this this would have been it's a really fun the one. most important part of the it show. It really is. Yeah, yeah. What what he's drinking and in this part of his Oktoberfest quest, which in this episode he dug into a little bit deeper for someone that might be joining and isn't familiar with his Oktoberfest quest. He had uh, Listerman's Fest beer, and then he had two, like, brown paper bags with a different Oktoberfest in each. And he said, one bag is labeled number one, the other number two. And for all of you watching or, you know, doing it live, because if you listen after the fact, you can't really vote. Whoever says a number first, that's the one that I'm going to have this competition be with, which I thought was really Shout fun. out to Mrs. Gnome as well. Hell uh, yeah. To, for putting a vote in there. No kidding. No kidding. She is awesome. And hopefully uh, we'll see her like big sister something, so we'll get to hang out yeah. again soon. Yeah, hopefully we will. Uh, let's see what um, there. There apparently were camera angle issues in the, the entire show. Yeah, pretty much. But you know, I mean, what what is it really a good episode of the Weekly Pint without a little bit of chaos going on? It's a key word, chaos. It really is. It absolutely is. It should be called like instead of the Weekly Pint, the Weekly Chaos. Right. Maybe. Maybe not. No. Look, when there's camera issues and it's slightly off, you just tell your head. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's what I did. I yeah, just kind of watched sideways. I mean, I can't straighten my neck yet. It'll take a couple more days of stretching. and Just give it a little tilt. Little, can, can you guys hear us? Like Almost like you're judging it. Almost like you're... Not that we would ever, no. ever judge no, the no. No, 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 no. Certainly not. Certainly not. Speaking of... No. Not like what we're judging hell? him for, you know, Where not... Is he? Where I don't know. He He's talking about, oh, I'll help produce the show Fucking for you Liam. guys, and I'll help you do whatever, and... Not here. Liam just showed up. Apparent, apparently he's, you guys, I didn't set up the live stream, so no one, no one's watching the live stream, but the air quotes, apparently he's podcasting or something. Right. I don't know. Apparently that's a thing that he does well, he's not on occasion. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So, believe it. so we'll see. We'll, we'll see on Monday. We'll see how, how much podcasting he actually got. Podcasting. <laughs> podcasting. I think that Oktoberfest beers 
as we dig back into you know his his tasting of the two beers that oh he, yeah that we he can go back there pulled out yeah we're, we'll actually go back to recapping the Pulling episode a different Oktoberfest beer out okay. of one of the bags so oh, okay, he, he gotcha. reached into his big brown sack and pulled out a 19.2 ounce can because that's all that he drinks out of anymore thank you absolutely he was talking about how he can drink Oktoberfest beers depending on the style a Meritzen or like a Fest beer whether it's a really warm day and he's drinking it while the sun's beating down on him or in the evening when it gets a little bit cooler I think that Oktoberfest beers, those two styles or the blend of the styles, depending on what's happening in the world of beer anymore, is a perfect year-round beer, depending on... Well, he definitely said that. He said he yeah, could yeah. drink it all year round. And then and he I goes into talking that, yeah. about how all year round, I love it. I love the, the Meritzens, the fast mm-hmm. beer styles. I love it when it's you know chilly outside. I love it when it's a little warm outside. I can drink it many times of the year. And he goes, but I really wouldn't during, like... January, February, March, because I'm really digging my uh, rest of the stack of the the pumpkin beers that he's rolling mm-hmm. through. He's trying to get rid of those. Right. He even has friends over um, towards the middle end of February right. to help him go through mm-hmm. all of his pumpkin beers. Right. Absolutely. So. I know someone that he should have over to drink through his pumpkin beers. And you, loggers. You, you he's like of, it's pumpkin and, beers and, and, loggers. and loggers. Yes. Yes. But I do think that the pumpkin beer season aside, Oktoberfest beers, that kind of range from the Meritzen to the Fest beer, would be perfect year-round. I used to kind of think that about box, but I do think those are a little heavier, a little sweeter to where I don't know that I, I could drink them year-round, but I don't know that I would, I would want to as much as an Oktoberfest beer. Well, again, you, you go for the Fest beer for something a little lighter when it's freaking hot as hell outside like it is now. Or when it's a little chillier, you know, you kind of pull one of those little heavier, little roastier Meritsons and just enjoy that while the sun's going down and you're sitting by a fire. I, I do think that that family of style fits year-round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I like it. I, I like it. I like it. Um, Julie, you got a fire pit? Uh, we do, but it has moss growing in it because we haven't actually used it in like a decade. So. Oh, okay. Yes, but no. So where is this fire that you're going to sit around? I'm just going to like in the on the concrete pad, you know, in the backyard. I'm just going to put some sticks or something and just, just light it. Light it on fire. I mean. Just light it on fire. <laughs> it doesn't have to be an actual pit, does it? I mean, it just no. has to be a fire, right? Yeah, just, yeah. just a fire. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Or I could just like turn on the grill or something and just like pull a lawn chair up near it. <laughs> I would love to get a solo stove, but... Josh, give me the clicker because the push button starts not working. What are you doing? Boom. What are you doing, Julia? I'm starting a fire. But you didn't take any meat out. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no. It's just a fire. It's just a fire. <laughs> what? What yeah. are you doing? Yeah, and, and, and sadly, that's... I have marshmallows. That, I mean, that's a conversation that would happen right. in our house. I mean, that's one of these things. What are you, you doing? What do you mean, what am I going to do? I'm going to start a fire. Why? Does it matter? It's you, a fire. Do you have any sticks? I don't need sticks. I'm no, throwing them a on a grill. <laughs> what? I don't think you know how sugar melting works. Could. could <laughs> <laughs> throw them just, on a grill. They just, won't come off. Just wait until I get a beer poker of my very end. Right. And it is on, which then I also won't have a house anymore because it'll, you know. I'll do something stupid with it, and then there goes the house. Who knows? But no, love love Oktoberfest beers. I love 
what the gnome does with Oktoberfest beers this season. I am incredibly excited for whatever happens for the live finale of the Oktoberfest quest. Yes, me too. The finally? Yeah, the finally. Finally, we're going to find this year's winner. Details, live, event location, all that is is to come. That's not going to happen until early October. But uh, but definitely keep an eye out for that. Some of the other things that uh, he talked about are Old Smoky is merging with a tequila manufacturer. So now you're going to have Old Smoky tequilas, perhaps? Maybe? Uh, I don't know. Old Smoky tequilas, all right. Old Smoky tequila. I mean, that's the natural progression of things, right? Doesn't impact me personally too much at all, really. But it was kind of interesting that there are a lot of mergers, acquisitions, reacquisitions, buyouts, sales of all kinds of different brands kind of blending in and out of each other recently. This just being another one. And another next, one. Another one, exactly. And another one, or as Marco, you say. Another one. That he mentioned right after the old smoky part was AB InBev. Yeah. And what they're doing. They have sold like 87 different brands to a cannabis company. Yeah. So basically, all of the smaller brands that weren't craft but somehow are now craft now that they're not under the AB InBev umbrella, which... Mm, umbrella. I don't know. Ella. Ella. A. A. A? Are they all going to be full of weed now? <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> Dude, this this whole damn country could use a bit of a just mellowing out, so I wouldn't be upset with it. You ever been in a line to drop off a kid at school? No, no. Yeah. I've I've avoided that. <laughs> <laughs> it just no, doesn't I, matter where you are or what school you go to, you're like, what is that? Like I know what that is. Yeah. Where it's at. Um <laughs> No, but what's interesting is didn't it didn't shock top wasn't Shock Top never a craft beer ba- uh, brand? That, it was created by AB. That's what I thought too, but then I'm like, I don't know my my specific brand history well enough to make that kind of claim. But people, but oh, really? like, like, like a lot of the conversations. What do you mean, Julie? Because this is welcome to <laughs> beer brand history. <laughs> Meet your contestant, Julia. Oh, no, don't don't trivia me. You know how this this does not work well for me. Okay, so no, I panic. So I panic. Walk to the park. <laughs> so I think I think it was a beer. I think it was a faux beer brand. Actually, it was a real beer brand. Right, but, but it, it wasn't was faux craft created by AB. I could be wrong, and wouldn't be the first time that I'm wrong. But but now it's actually craft. How? Okay, so explain to me like I am an underage drinker. Now I was gonna say like I'm a five year old. I'm like, well, that doesn't really make sense. But how does, like volume-wise, all that, how does a brand that was never craft to begin with, just by that brand being sold to another conglomerate company, how does that suddenly make that a craft brand? Like, like legit question. I'm not trying to be facetious or sarcastic, but... I don't understand how that transition worked. If it was never craft to begin with, why is it now? And, and these other brands that are part of the eight or so that that are moving or being sold from AB and Bev to Tilray, 
how how does that make them suddenly crash? Because they're not owned by the man. So that's all that it is. Yeah, is, they can't if, be if owned, you're not by owned by the man. By, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, if that's all it is, okay. I mean, mostly. Yeah. I mean, makes sense, but at the same time, it's, it, I don't know, it's, it almost feels faux craft and not like, it wasn't built up by someone that really loves Well, let's see what beer. happens now. It was created by someone who already made kind of shitty beer that just wanted another brand to try to like expand their portfolio. It wasn't for, the, I, don't, I don't think it was for the love of the beer. I think it was just for is, the, the money. Isn't that weird? Within two or three weeks, we had a historic beer brand that was craft that um, essentially is closing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, being sure, shut down. Sure, right, I, right. The, the fact that they were open till the end of the month, and the fact that you know the employees are trying to buy it is when right. you know whatever. Right. Uh, but then you have a, a a beer brand that was never craft, and within three weeks now, hello, welcome hey. to Craftland. Hello, I am craft, and it's like, mm, are you though? Yeah. I just I don't. At least in my head, they make a pretzel beer. And I think it's pretty good. Third Eyes is much better. Yeah. 100%. Where is it? Uh, What? Third Eyes? It's a Third Eye. Where's Third Eyes pretzel beer? It just tapped like a week ago. So I need to get it. Okay. Well, it's it should be there now. Should we go there now? We went there last week, didn't we? Last week we were at Sonder. Two weeks ago. We Two went. weeks ago we were there. Right. <laughs> and we ran into like everyone else in the industry, yeah. which was amazing. That was pretty fun. Apparently Third Eye is just the place to that the brewing industry meets up on a Tuesday night. Duh. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it's, it should be out there now. Uh, okay, back to the episode, because we only have a couple other notes here. Gnome is promising a Cincy Brewcast episode on Monday. Yes, he is. I... According I, to I social am, media, am, he's yes. recording it. Correct. Like today. But as we know, sometimes chaos ha- and 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 I and chaos, this is yeah. not trying to, you know, project any potential negative. Like, oh no, the red button wasn't pushed or the memory, whatever. Like, I I would love to see another episode, hundred percent. But I am one hundred percent going to poke fun at the fact that oh yeah hey you know I have one I have another episode coming out I'm, I'm I got an episode we got an episode and then it just there isn't an episode so I yeah. am lovely lovingly teasing you gnome you know this <laughs> I am excited to see uh, what you do and and I'm going to say because he put it out on social media he was recording today at the new March first tap room down on Fountain Square very excited to hear who he talked to what they talked about get some more information on on the space and uh, get down there after all the chaos of opening weekend and all that kind of calms down. And all right, and a last note that I had on this episode of Weekly Pint, Gnome dropped some teasers about things that are coming in the next Gnome box, which yeah. if you are a Patreon subscriber of $10 or over. But he just told he you. Puts, he told yeah, you the thing. I know, I know. I'm gonna spoil it for everyone because I'm excited. In, in this season's box, you are getting your own personalized garden gnome. I know. What's in the box? Your own personalized garden gnome. Like, he's taking all of his Patreon subscribers, again, at the certain tiers. He's going to stalk their social media pages if he doesn't already kind of know them pretty well. And he is having a custom yard gnome created for them to put in the box so that... I'd buy that for a dollar. Wouldn't we all? Yeah. So... 
seriously, go to the gnarlygnome.com slash support, become a gnomey, and get your own gnome. Woo! Hell yeah. Don't we all want our own gnomes? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're out of beer. I'm almost out of beer. I'm out of beer because I had a taste. I know, I know. It's and, four and, ounces. And this is the same beer that I got when, when we showed up here like two and a half hours ago. Yeah. Because <laughs> as you all know, I'm a slow-ass drinker. Um, let's go ahead and get some refills. And what do you say we talk about either what? all about beer or Bruce Guy's booze news? Okay. All right, cool. We will be right back. All right, well, we have made it back. back. And it is time. We are going to move into the Brediverse. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> that was intense. That's big. As, as the Brediverse is. Brediverse is, is yes, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, do you want to start with Bruce Guys or All About Beer? I would like to start with all about beer. All right. This is as, this is a fun one because it's... Is it in chapters or volumes for the Brediverse? Uh, this is probably going to be... I don't know. We This is like kind of new, a new area for us. We've never right. had this much Brett in one... Oh, my God. Jeez. You just, you just say his name and like the sky comes crashing down around Good us. Good Lord. We need to be careful. Yeah. This is dangerous. It's dangerous. It might crush <laughs> our glassware. <laughs> or our phones. Yeah. <laughs> um, whew, okay, so... Brediverse, oh the, my goodness. Oh, shit. Nothing? Does, I, like, does it time out? I don't does know. It, That's weird. I don't know. We'll have to... I'm, I'm nervous, though. I'm worried that, that the more that we say, like, bread or... Bre- Ooh. Okay, okay. He's okay. back. It's... He is back. back. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so before before we decide, not well, we already decided. Before we start talking about you know who, he who will not be named until some other point during this episode, where we will certainly name him again. Marco, what are we drinking? Oh, so we're having uh, Rock in the Rhine from Fretboard Brewing here in uh, Blue Ash. Cheers! Happy Cheers. Oktoberfest yes. season. Happy Oktoberfest season. Rock in the Rhine. Got a. You know, we got to have that when it's out during Oktoberfest season. It is so good. And um, keep an eye on Fredboard's oh, yeah. social media pages because yeah. their 2023 Oktoberfest Stein design is coming soon. Yeah. Oh, that's, right. that's good. That's what I that like. Is, right. That's, I'm, I'm excited to see who Gnome pairs this one with for the Oktoberfest quest Yeah. and how it fares. So far of the ones I've had, mm-hmm. top two. And I've had okay. more than okay. two, by the way. Yeah, I <laughs> had more than two, and I'm not talking about. You've oh, had I had a six pack of something. No, I'm yeah. talking about I've had more than two Oktoberfest this Oktoberfest? season already. Local Oktoberfest. Yeah, I've had. Cool. So I've had. Uh, not to steal away anything from, you know, the Brediverse. Oh, jeez, you did did. Oh, oh. All right. Shit. Okay, uh, but yeah, I've had several. Uh, I just I'll next week I'll name them all so far. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. This is episode twenty-five of All About Beer: The Fun and Science of Fruit Beers. Uh, the the host of the show talked to two different brewers that do all. Well, the the so second gentleman. Episode I'm not sure. Episode Very nice. Yeah. How long did it take you to to get that? Uh, two or three seconds. All right. Excellent. 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 
I'm going to kind of talk about the second guest that they had on the show first. Yeah. Just because a majority of what we're going to be talking. The deuce. Yes. Uh, Stephen Smith Hay, which did you, hey. did you happen to notice? Stephen Smith. Did you happen to notice that it seems like most of the fruit, fruit beer, fruit tart brewers, and by that I mean two, all have hyphenated last names? That's interesting. Yeah. It's like a theme. That's going on here. Just, just, just little little nugget that I picked out yeah. there. The second half of this episode, all about beer. They talked to Stephen Smith Hay, a Vault hey. City Brewing, <laughs> out of Scotland. Just some really cool things that he's doing with fruit. I'm not positive. I couldn't quite catch it in the episode if his brewery is a sour only brewery or if they just have a decent sized sour program that they focus on with a, a little, lot of their fruits. It's a little hard to pinpoint. Right. Right. I would agree. Uh, but what I thought was really cool about what they're doing is most of the fruit that they use in their beers comes from a farm that's only 10 miles away from the brewery. Which, Scotland, you know they've you're got... Te- you're only 10 miles away from, like, the border, so it's, you know... Of... Scotland. The universe? Yeah. The life, life, the universe, and everything. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to derail you. I don't know what border we were talking about. I mean, the, the border to... Can you see Russia from there, or what are we talking about? Well, just 10 miles from the brewery. Oh, from the yeah. brewery. Yeah, the farm's only 10 miles away from where they're brewing the beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be close to the border, too. I don't know where they're explicitly located in Scotland. But you know it's wet. Yes. It's like a, it's a wet... It's, uh. <laughs> it's a moist country. Uh, <laughs> such a horrible word. Oh, good God. Damp. It is damp, Yes. In addition to some sour beers, they also do some pasty beers yeah. and some cheesecake beers, which Yikes. we all know how a certain person that we're not we're not really going to name yet because I, I don't want to incur the wrath of God or whatever in the world that that sound is too often because I don't know that if our ears are. I like don't know if we can point. handle it. No, this place is going to come crashing down around. Somebody us. that has a YouTube show with Michael brings the D Morgan. Mm-hmm. Is who you were speaking of. Was very curious about the cheesecake beer, which I bought a can of and tried and reviewed for them, and nothing. No, nothing. They say they went in around. Well, we're, we're, we're getting onto their stuff and not all about beer, so let's kind of turn this back around. Apparently in Scotland, or maybe it's like the, the UK, I'm not sure what the, the scope of this is, they're only legally allowed to put 990 grams per liter of fruit puree or, or fruits. How many grams are in a liter, then, I, I in the land of Scots? I, I couldn't tell you. I did not do the math. Uh, they max this out for some of their anniversary beers, and they say that they pour, like, milkshakes. Like, you have to basically throw the glasses away. You can't clean yeah, the, the, they mentioned the that. thickness like, off of them. Yeah, the, the many C's in the thick. Yes, yes. They get down with the thickness, and then they throw the glasses down the garbage because... Or the bins. I believe that's, that's no, maybe that's just British. I have no idea. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, most of their core beers are 150 grams of fruit per liter. And the only other thing that I'm really going to touch on for his portion of the episode. Yes, you have the math? Well, no, what I oh. have are uh, top five Scots. Oh, yeah. All right, and number Scott five. Scott Oh, Scott Sterling? No? Oh, you mean like Scottish, like the, oh. No. I was off. Which, which Scots are you talking right. Did you look I just Googled <laughs> top five Scots. You ready for number five? Yes. Top five Scots, number five. 
Jill Scott. You ready for number four? Yes. Tony Scott. Okay. All right. All right. Number three. All right. Number three. Scott Bakula. Who's Scott Bakula? Really? No. <laughs> number two. Ridley Scott. Mm, okay. And number okay. one. Sean Connery. All right, all right, all right. That, that kind of that gets that gets a light applause, light applause for that one. Uh, apparently, Stephen Smith. Hey, last note that I had on this specific segment. Hey. He he, <laughs> he does not want his brewery to smell good. He wants his beer to smell good. Take from that what you will. This was actually a fun episode to listen to because the hosts were very they were geeking out over the talk about fruit beers and fruit tarts, but they still kept it very accessible to everyone like some of the other beer podcasts that are done by, you know, other beer writers, beer brewers, things like that. They tend to be way up in the stratosphere to where they don't feel as accessible. This one was fun to listen to. Uh, if we want to move on to the part of the episode where they talk to uh, Brett Coleman. Big. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Where they talk to him, to our Urban Artifact president, CEO. I'm not sure the all the different titles, but he has you know multiple titles. The grand proprietor. Yes. The grand proprietor. I like that. Yeah. He's the GP yeah. of Urban Artifact. Uh, let's see where I completely lost place in, in my notes. First 30 minutes of the episode was, was the conversation with Mr. Coleman Baker. Nothing? Nothing? No? Okay. All right. All right. That's, that's our out. Okay. That's, that's, that's good. Uh, Urban Artifact, they, they made sure to confirm with everyone it is the country's largest fruit beer only brewery, although saying the word beer in that is a little bit of a disservice. They are fruit tarts. They use over a million pounds of fruit per year, which for a Cincinnatian, I don't think that's a surprising fact for any of us that follow and support what Urban Artifact is doing. But according to uh, according to Brett, if you damn it, if you add enough qualifiers, and this is something that he must have learned from Sonder, if you add enough qualifiers, you can be first in anything. Yeah. So you know the first, you know, you can be the number one brewery that makes beers based off of fruit on a Tuesday in the lunar equinox of the 13th house of Aquarius. I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. Random qualifiers, but there you go. Yeah. Statistics mean nothing. Or uh, everything. Or everything. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Across. Exactly. Uh, you can hear about the importance or the detriment of seeds in fruit. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. I it's never realized how much of an impact raspberry seeds or papaya seeds or pawpaw seeds actually avocado had. Seeds. Avocado seeds. I mean, hell, you throw one of those into a beer, the taste is completely different. Completely. Than if you just use the, the meat of the fruit. Yeah. Though, how the hell you get the seeds off of a raspberry? That takes some patience. Tweezers. Some determination. <laughs> it's like a strawberry. You just kind of pick them up one at a time. Uh, you, they talked about um, their house, Lactobacillus, and how that came from the back guano in the bell tower. Oh, I thought that is, was the name of the house, which was <laughs> Lactobacillus. 
it, I mean, they probably renamed the house or, or the church to Church Lacto. Church Lacto. <laughs> the patron saint. Of church Lacto Basilicus. Basilicus. <laughs> A basilica, I mean, it, it tracks. Yeah. It tracks. We're not entirely wrong here. Uh, Brett does have a favorite raspberry. Mm. I kind of <laughs> thought I said it fast enough, but I guess I didn't catch it. It got you. It did. It, it got me. Uh, he has a favorite raspberry farm. He actually has favorite farms for certain fruits. Like he only yeah. wants to get certain fruits from, you know, certain regions of, of the world, of the country, because the, and I'm just pulling these random ones. These aren't the actual ones that he said in the show, but the... The mulberries from the Pacific Northwest don't taste as good as the mulberries from right here in North College Hill. And that's something that makes sense when you hear it, but I don't know that I would have immediately realized all the different regional differences. But if you look at hops, hops made in certain regions tend right. to be better than hops grown in other areas with the soils, the water, all of that. So that was really cool to hear about. Also you- the ethically sourcing of. Exactly. Exactly. Making sure that where you're getting your fruit from and, and all of your ingredients from is, is very important to Urban Artifact and, and everyone involved because you don't want blood on your hands. Only few fruit, fruit? Wow. Only fruit puree. Right. Yes. Did you see the picture that they put on social media where I believe it was, I'm, I'm going to be careful, Mr. Coleman Baker like sprawled on the ground with what looked like blood all over the place and it was just it was a while back that was it was a while back it's been a while it's it's been a while while. (laughs) great picture i do remember that great picture love that one uh you can hear about the pain of the pawpaws yeah Uh, (laughs) and i'll tell you the 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 hosts of this podcast they had some strong feelings about the texture and consistency of pawpaws and if it makes the taste worth it or not. Right. Uh, let's see. Um, also, which one is the, the the trickiest? That's the that's the exact next thing yeah, that I had. Right. You're right. gonna you're gonna learn what is the the thing that he keeps trying and has not gotten to work. Right. Which was surprising because it's something that I feel you see around often enough that it doesn't seem like a hard flavor to get into a beer. But then when you put together all the different pieces of an urban, you know, of a fruit tart, of what Urban Artifact is doing. Right. Yeah, I can see that being being a lot trickier than just popping it into any other style of I think the thing is that it's fairly common to be able to have it as a as a uh, also an and one or a yeah also hints of this yeah but making yeah. it all this making that the predominant flavor yeah very it's not as yeah yeah uh and then the last note that i had on on uh, brett's part of this episode Damn it. oh my god you know we still have two shows to talk about with right. this gentleman this this could get real old real fast Last note that I have is he said, he, the one and only, the capital he said, hops have no place here. I mean, for what they make, they really don't. No. No. Where did he go? 
I, you, I don't know. He ran away. <laughs> oh, fuck. There he is. <laughs> no. Oh, oh come shit. on. That guy. I thought he left. Yeah, so did I. Thought he went to... The park? Yeah, what's the Mexican place? The taco oh, place? Um, Tahona. Tahona, yeah. I was like, it's not Senate. It's not Brown Dog. That other place. It's a pretty good tequila section. Really? Yeah. Okay. Check that out one day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do another on-location recording from uh, literally just across the the park from where we are right now. Kind of get back to this. We could just send someone with a telephone over there. Oh, yeah. And they could just sit in there and... Yes. Perfect. Sip tequila and talk about it. Done. You know. If you know what, if a certain producer was what? here, what? If a certain producer was here, that's what they could be doing right now. They could be drinking tequila while on the phone with us. Yeah. But no, they're podcasting. Podcasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll believe it when I hear it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but definitely check out episode twenty-five of All About Beer. It was a really cool episode from beginning to end for both of these fruit, I'm going to say fruit beverage specific brewers because Urban Artifact doesn't make beer, but Vault City Brewing does, so I don't want to lump anyone into any category that they may or may not want to be a part of. With that being said, did you have any other notes on All About Beer that you wanted to chuck out there before we move to our two episodes of Brew Skies Booze News? Let me do the thing. No. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Get lost. Oh, my God. He's good for exactly one thing. Hey, F you too. <laughs> wow. He hasn't even been around for a while. Why has he got to be so aggressive all of a sudden? Come on. Tired of that guy. Maybe we should talk to, like, Nick or someone and say, hey, can you just not tell him he's not welcome here? Nick Cage? No, producer Nick. Oh, producer Nick. Yeah. I was like, Nick. Nick Cage. No, Nick Cage. Cage would be fine. You know, I don't have any problem with him. <sighs> All right, All let's right. let's move into Bruce Guy's booze news. This is the episode from two weeks ago, from August the first. Will the not US two weeks? Week and a half. No, you're right. It's not two weeks. No, it's not. It's still it's, it's with still it's a week, week from today. It is. It's exactly seven days. Seven days from from last week. I don't know. Time means nothing anymore. Seven days ago today. <laughs> Yes. Will the USPAS ever be able to ship alcohol? Right. Yes. Which they they had some fun with that part of, of this episode, so we will definitely get to that. I love their description of themselves. They are the Fox News of booze news. Basically, everything they say is bullshit, and it just makes you mad listening to them. I, was, I, I watched this twice. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why? Like what was what what made you say I need to I need to watch this again? It's two things. Mm-hmm. First, I was uh, preparing dinner, mm-hmm. and I was hoping to have a local podcast or a local YouTube video to watch, mm-hmm. and there weren't any that I hadn't seen any uh, that I hadn't seen already or heard already, mm-hmm. and I knew that we were going to be covering this again. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Well, let me refresh my refresh. memory okay. from." Four days ago, five days ago. That's and fair. And so I listened again. That's fair. I don't remember anything anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I watched it twice. Nice. I, I found it entertaining enough to, to pull to back up. 
Did you notice all the new stuff on the bar shelves behind them? I noticed that it's yeah. filling out. Yeah, 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 it's looking good, looking good. I'm still looking waiting. good. I'm still waiting to see a couple little Easter eggs here and there that we can see if be they like, get oh, air conditioning. Cool, man. They they still glow. Yeah, they that are lack still of basilica. <laughs> you put some air conditioning in there. Maybe maybe talk to somebody. A talk to fans? a higher power. Right. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if they can afford a producer. Surely they can afford production have, team. Like, I don't, yeah, true, true. Not even just a producer, uh, a videographer. Julia, introduce our production team. Oh, it's me. Ah. Uh, <laughs> 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 huh, wow. Okay. Um. I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm all you got. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They talked about. Well, they didn't really talk necessarily about, but they they threw out or or uh, you know Brett threw out. The, oh, fuck. Mm, that wasn't as intense though. Maybe maybe it's kind of like thunder and like it's slowly moving. It's building. Far, oh or God. It, is it building or moving? I don't know. I'm. A, I don't know. I guess we'll find out as we keep yeah, doing these recaps. So let's going. let's see what happens. Uh, the top fifty breweries. How many craft breweries are on that list? But and this is kind of something that we talked about, like, right? How many of them are being called craft, but they're part of much bigger, you know, bubbles of stuff? And Mike brings the D Morgan. He just goes out there. He he puts it out there big time. <laughs> yeah. He just went, <laughs> and he was wrong. He was very wrong. But he was For he was actually in a <laughs> in a percentage wise, I think it's more than people would think. Yes. Yes. It was almost 25% of the mm-hmm. top 50. Right. Were part of conglomerates. Right. Which, as we talked during, like, the Weekly Pint segment, does it suddenly become craft just because they're not owned by the biggest of, you know, the the men, the mans, the, you know, whatever. I don't know. Right. If it's not Heineken, if it's not Molson Coors, if it's not ABN Bev, is everybody else still craft? Still craft. Were they ever craft? It, if they were part of them from the beginning, from their inception, and then suddenly they're not part of them, do they suddenly become craft? I don't know. Bigger conversation for another day. But yeah, the, the actual number, I, I'm, with, I'm with Mike. Like, it was lower than what I thought it was going to be, which I, wasn't I don't, which I don't but know if that's I good or bad. You know what I mean? Track like, I don't that know. Kind of stuff. True. So. Very true. Uh, they talked about the conservative conservative dad beer. Okay, so oh I, my goodness, I did not go down this rabbit hole with them. The so when you say you didn't go down the rabbit hole, like you're not aware of what it is, or you just like I just don't care and didn't. Uh, not aware and wasn't interested in clicking a link and finding out what they were talking about. Well, the funny thing about that you say clicking a link, I looked at their show notes. No link. They did not have a link to They don't the have ad. a link. No. So the only link they have is... Uh, to the Brewbound... Um, to Missing Link. Correct. Yeah, well, yes. That's it. Yes. But I found the link. It took me exactly... Five seconds of Googling. Were you the queen of screens? I am going to put it in our show notes. Oh, so shit. So if you are interested I will. in I the, actually will. If you put it in our show notes, yeah, I will. Yeah. So if you're interested in the Smokey and the Bandits ripoff commercial, that includes a kid with a black eye for no reason. Like a I, black like, eye? I, yeah. A black eye. Oh, I thought it was hanging oh, out no. with a black guy. There's nothing wrong <laughs> no, with that. No, not at all. But the, uh, it, it's like the weirdest commercial or like propaganda piece of bullshit that I think I've ever seen. But yeah, at one point it's like the, you know, the conservative dad or whatever. 
all of a sudden he's like getting out of his car with like I'm a, what you're assuming is his son. The kid has like a black eye and there's no explanation. There's no what like I don't know what's happening here, but uh, it's it, it it does not. I don't have the care to put any effort into trying to figure out what the hell they're doing because it's it's so ridiculous and bullshit and they can all just go fuck off. So then they talk about the actual structure of the conservative dad beer or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The 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 little nuances in ordering it, the pricing, the timing and it's, and it's all, all a joke. My god, it's it's one of those this is such a, bullshit. It's a fugazi. Yeah, I mean there there is a there is a fraction of the population that's going to be all for it and they're going to buy it and it's going to be yeah, America, fuck you, whatever. Go for it. Go for it. Waste your money, I don't care. But yeah, when when you look at all those different pieces of it, how where it's being made, the cost, all of that, it's like this is no, it's not worth anyone's time or effort. But hey, you know, if someone wants to waste their money, you know, pumping into the contract this brewing economy, built on people wasting go, money. True, absolutely true. The USPS shipping alcohol conversation. I laughed. But what so about the damn, kids? I laughed so damn hard at this part. It's apparently going to lead to a, an, an overabundance of underage drinking. <laughs> it's gonna. It's going to lead to more child labor, like fourteen-year-olds being forced to ten bar, <laughs> and privatization makes Brett cries. Oh God, damn it! Oh. It makes okay. all of us cry, man. It makes all of us cry. But my God, the the kind of explosion of emotion from both of them at this part, I loved it. Yeah, it was, it, <laughs> it was great. It was great. It was it was all one hundred percent. Like like I agree with everything they were saying. It made total sense. So you're man. cool with fourteen year olds behind no, no, the bar? No 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 no. I'm no. I'm saying like they're they're <laughs> like this is not okay. Like I'm not either. No no. That's it, it was just one of those. Yes, I agree with you. And this is so completely ridiculous to think that this is like a thing that people are trying to make happen and think are going to happen and all this. Fourteen year olds can work, but you know what? Fourteen year olds can't do. They can't be barbacks. No. They cannot go and pick up your empty beer glass and put it in a bus pan Mm -mm. and pick it up with your with your trash and your dip cup Mm -hmm. and your by the way, all of you ladies out there that are, you know, and men and anybody who goes to a a bar, restaurant place and uh, uh, starts a dip cup, uh, go go jump in the ocean. Yeah. I mean Go to the park, go take a long walk off Short Pier. I mean, all of that. Just just stop with the fucking dip cup. No. I mean, in a bar, restaurant, whatever it is. Just stop. I don't need your goddamn saliva-filled, you know, Mm -hmm. cup. Uh, But anyway, um, 14-year-olds, they they can't be barbacks. No. No, they Uh, shouldn't. You know what I mean? Because they're sometimes picking up people's leftover beer. Right. And, you know, they can't do that. No. But what an 18-year-old, I think, can't do is scan alcohol. Right. In a grocery store setting, Mm -hmm. it's controlled. Correct, yeah. So I don't, you know, I I don't understand why we can't have an adult 
scan your alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not consuming it. Correct. They're, they're not trying to purchase it. Right. They're purchase. asking for your ID anyway. Correct. And at a self-checkout. If they, right, right. At a self-checkout, mm-hmm. you, have to, um, you have to wait for someone to come over and look at your ID yep. and then put in like your birthday their, yep, yep. or their code where they just override it because you're old as fuck and they're like, you're not 21. <laughs> or you're over 21, so it doesn't fucking matter. Oh, I, I read the most depressing thing the other day. Someone's like, oh, yeah, you know, as someone who has a check IDs, I just look for the 19 as part of the year. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're good. It's like, oh. Yeah, that's true. That's or, true. Or even like the... If, if it starts, if your birthday, what was it, starts like in 2200 and then the number, like to a certain extent, you're gonna, I'm like, oh man, I'm old as fuck. <laughs> so. But yeah, 14, I mean, 14 year olds shouldn't be working in a, to, to me, well, in, in I, an alcohol establishment. There's nothing. I, I don't think if there's it's a anything. restaurant, maybe. But if it's like purely yeah. a, a brewery, a there's, it's tricky a even in restaurants though too. Right. Oh, right. But right. but anyway, um, no, we don't need fourteen year olds behind the bar. There no. there's enough there's enough seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year olds looking for jobs where we don't need fourteen mm-hmm. year olds behind the bar. But right. are there jobs that we can? Dude, they should still be playing on a playground or something. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I mean, teach their own. Yeah, teach yeah, their own. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, outside of child labor, there are non-alcoholic stories of the week. One of them we kind of covered, not covered last week. Aliens. Yeah. Just, just, just aliens. Just and, aliens, by the way. Right, right. And yes, we we know it's kind of a big deal, but it's also one of those things that I was talking to to Tank last night after we recorded. It's like it's so hard for me to wrap my head around. That's why to me it's like I'm not talking about all the time because I just I can't make it click in my brain what was said in these well I don't know but I I don't know so just aliens yeah just aliens aliens. yeah Uh, they talked about the Twitter rebrand to X yeah and then their question of the week it's 10 actually oh my god we've been getting it all wrong yeah it's 10 oh that doesn't make any more sense than X but you know what whatever whatever Question of the week did not come from a listener because I'm starting to think that they don't actually get questions from anyone other than our friend Greg. How much head is too much head? Mm-hmm. Can you have too much head? Find out and watch <laughs> Bruce Guy's Happy Hour. <laughs> With Michael D. Morgan and Brett Coleman Baker. God, I forgot. It was going to happen. I forgot. It was going to happen. Because we still have one more episode of Bruce Guy's Booze News to talk about before we wrap up this episode. Um, you good? No. No? Okay. Well, let's let's take another break. Now, we're doing this thing where we have tasters during the show. Right. So, so it's, and I'm still, so <laughs> I, I drink so slow, like, I'm sorry. If I do four ounces in between each recap, you're like, give me, <laughs> we're going to have to stop uh, all right. okay. during each all right. recap. All right. You go get a refill. I'm just going to sit here and just enjoy the, watching the clouds outside, and we'll be right back. All right. All right, for the final time of this episode, we are back. And Marco, what'd you get in your glass this time? I have a hop honcho from uh, Fatheads. Nice. Yeah, nice. it is nice. Let me know how it is when you, uh, when you finally get into that. Oh, Jesus. You okay? <laughs> nope. You good? 
Cheers. No, it's fine. I'm fine. It's all good. It's, oh, you okay? I don't know what's happening. I almost knocked my microphone over, so now I'm all discombobulated, and I have no, no clue what's happening. So what do you say? Rockin' the Rhine. Rockin' the Rhine. Such a good beer. It's a good beer. It is a very good I, beer. I, like I said, top two top, I've had yeah, so far this yeah. year, and I've had several. All right. Okay, we are on to Bruce Guy's Booze News that aired... Aired? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Air. Air. It was pushed out to the YouTube-iverse just yesterday as we're recording this, so August the 7th, and it is titled, one of the best titles of any of their episodes so far, Ben Affleck Has a Big Fat Stupid Mouth. Yeah, that's the title. Yeah. Uh, The boys are still glowing. It's either the heat or their anger. Yeah. Because it was a very angry episode. They like, a, start to finish, they had a lot of feelings about a lot of yeah. things, and they were not afraid to express those feelings. I liked it. I did, too. I did, too. I think some of the best work that they do is when they get, and I say worked up in a good way, like, when they just, like, let the their, their passion about the things that they're talking about just go. They're not holding back. They're like, this, this is ridiculous. This is dumb. And we're going to tell you why we think so. And it works. They keep mentioning though that they do a podcast now I don't know about you but I haven't seen a new episode of the Bruce Guys Happy Hour podcast no it's been a while in a while it's been Been a a while while. so guys are there more episodes coming up and I, I hope so and do we get any any little teaser on when we can expect more Bruce Guys Happy Hour podcast content because my god what you guys do for Booze News is amazing what you do for the podcast is just that a step up because of the the depth and the knowledge and the the topics that are being tackled in each and every one of those episodes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, because we haven't said it yet, this episode they were drinking a Westside beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Marco thought we were going to have an I entire really episode. I really thought we were so close to not having an episode where Westside is mentioned, but nope. The uh, the boys in the bar made sure that we had a, a reason to mention it. West Side. Drinking their Oktoberfest, damn good beer. That's probably one of my top top few right now, if not. Uh, sure. I don't well, know. It would be. I, I want to do that one side it by would side. would be, with, Julia. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see. What is Mike mad about? I have a note about this. He is mad that he can't buy swim trunks in July. He's also mad that he's bald that and too. short. <laughs> But look, I mean, you can't change those things. They'll be mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just just because you can't grow hair, if you want, like, get, like, a, a wig, get a piece or something like that, you know? Oh, or, let's get him one. Ooh, okay. It, that'll be one of the newest accessories on the back of the bar. It'll be, like, the foam let's of the styrofoam head. A wig? Okay. Do we... You want that kind of looks like Brett? Nothing? What? Nothing? Nothing? Ooh, okay, okay, ah, all we're right, safe. all right, okay, all right. Let's. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm worried to tempt fate, but we may be good. Uh, apparently, good tequila is becoming easier and easier to easier and easier to get when it comes to, you know, price, all that. Yeah. So the that part of the story, I don't mind spoiling a little yeah, bit of yeah. it, is that the premium was going along, mm-hmm. and now what's happening is the 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 value tequila, not the sub, 
okay, like there's the the stuff that's at the super super low price point. There's the stuff the that's right bottles. above that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stuff that's right above the super low price point is coming up in quality mm -hmm. and being priced a lot more fairly. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say aggressively, but fairly. Okay. And so, and then you have the premium, super premium stuff. So the premium, super premium stuff is holding, holding pat. Mm -hmm. And the stuff that's good, you know, you can, you can uh, uh, drink it on its own. You can have it with a lime. You can, you can, Use I, it as a mixer, you can, maybe. Maybe. I mean, honestly, I feel like if you're going to use tequila as a mixer, just just go. Get that bottom shelf. Stuff. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Just because you're putting, you know, sugar in it, basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, with whatever mixes, you, you're putting sugar and citrus in it mm -hmm. or mixing it different ways. I, I wouldn't put the stuff that you'd have on its own in a, in a mixer unless you have a shelf full of premium, super premium, and... You know, that's, right. you know, right. but anyway, so yeah, so good to hear that about tequila. Mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, next thing that they brought up is Guinness going to take off in the Philippines because they drink a shit ton in the Philippines. And apparently Guinness is rising in popularity. Having a moment. It is. I would it say is Guinness is having yeah, a moment. They, they are having a moment and it's only a matter of time before the Philippines is not only the top uh, consumer of of rums and tequilas, but soon Guinness. Guinness, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I'm sure it's on its way there as we speak. And then an influx of tourism from the Philippines mm -hmm. to Ireland. Right. It's the natural progression of things. Yeah, it's the circle of life. <laughs> this was another fun part of the conversation that they kind of transitioned to from there. Out of the two of them. Who hates pour-your-own-beer venues, spaces, more? Mike or Brett? Because, God, it's almost as bad as Liam. I swear to God, whatever this is. No. Oh, God. There he is. What the Where did he fuck? come from? Seriously. Just popped up. I hate that guy. They... <laughs> they Don't get him God. started on wages in Hollywood. No, 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 Don't no, get no, Liam no, started. No, Holy shit. No. They both got... So mad talking about the pour-your-own-beer spaces. I think they were actually <laughs> fighting over who was more pissed right. about the concept. Right. Apparently, the only thing that makes Mike more mad than, than the fact that there are these places that charge over a premium for you to pour your own beer. And then, like, um, the machine cuts you off when you've had, you know, two beverages. Like, no one's actually in-person checking to make sure people are good and that they're they're only paying for the actual beer in their glass the machine and not the being the man and all that. the machine is being the man and mike d morgan is a grown-ass man god damn it yeah he made all sure five to foot five <laughs> hey that's taller than me so you know what it's one inch shorter than i am <laughs> it's all down to the inches yeah <laughs> they were having i it was a terrible Have you ever been in one of these places? Uh, Josh and I went to Big Ash. Um, okay, then I'm gonna little little bit I'm gonna after hold back. it opened. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna hold was... back on what I was gonna ask or say. Okay. Because oh, we okay. don't, we do not. Um, 
I was going to take it somewhere where we don't take it for okay, our Cincinnati that's, that's fair. Now, when Josh and I went, it was within, I think, the first month or month and a half that they were open. So I don't know if the, the, the process, the experience, if any of that has changed to where any opinions that I'm not going to say either way might, you know, might be different now than they were then. But yes, I have been to one of those places. They did ask a good question. Do you tip at a place like that where you're doing all the work? The only thing that a, a kind of human being in most of these, I, you know, again, I'm, I've only been to one place that does this. If the only human inter- interaction that you have at these locations is giving someone your credit card for them to scan and, and then to, for them to hand you one of their cards, RFID tags, whatever they use for you to pay for the beer that you're pouring, but you're pretty much doing everything else, do you still tip when you cash out at the end of the night? So it's, it's a- way back uh, in ye olden days when people used to come up to the uh, fuel station uh, they had the uh, attendant, yeah, right. And they would come out. They check. They check the oil. Was they do Utah all these things. That just that is just now letting people pump their own gas. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds just, like they, it sounds like it could be. Yeah, they're it's letting good. and they, and they're changing the laws. They're letting everyone gonna fucking drink and everything. It's gonna be <laughs> amazing because they realize that hey, you could have more tourism if you just weren't uh, Mormons. But uh, <laughs> so, but you would do that and then you tip. The you tip the attendant, not me, not you, but our forefathers sure. <laughs> would, t- <laughs> would tip the attendant, right? Now, because they're you, actually they're doing so right. Like, now you go to the gas station. There's no fucking tip selection on the. You know when you go to, they ask you if you want a goddamn car, car wash, wash, and then right after that they could say, hey, do you want to leave a tip? And it would be no, just oh, like it, I don't want a car wash. Right. Uh, but <laughs> that's but, what the rain's for, right? I mean, yeah, fucking car wash. <laughs> But, but no, I don't tip there. And if you didn't do anything to help me, mm-hmm. I'm not tipping you. Now, have I been to one of these bars and actually looked someone in the eye and given them no tip? No. Am I afraid to do it? Hell no. Because I'm a grown-ass man, damn it. <laughs> and if you didn't do anything to help me, then why am I tipping you? Just the tip, though. Just the tip. No. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was... It was a good conversation, and man, they were fired up about it, and it's, it's worth watching this episode, if nothing else, for that. After that, they got into... The only a, pour my own beer places I've been at are the ones I work at, and I pour my own beer. Do you tip but, yourself? With a beer. <laughs> with a beer. <laughs> Not saying what I do to myself, Julia. Ooh, okay. Just, <laughs> <We're> gonna... <laughs> just pour my own beer. <laughs> But no, those places all have people like uh, they should be. People there to tend mm-hmm. bar for you. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. crazy. It's a bar tender. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. In uh, Why Is This News News. Uh, Aliens? They Well, kind of. They let you know that mixing things like Red Bull and vodka can make you more violent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? Fuck. Really? Wow. Okay. Maybe they had some Red Bull down there in Alabama. Could be. Could yeah. be. Apparently, it's still illegal to distill at home. Duh. So, again. Oh, damn. I didn't know that. Right. So, again, in more. You mean I can't do that thing I saw on TV? Mm-hmm. So, again, more. Why is this news news? And 
then they actually got into how or why, I guess is the proper term, the episode is titled the way that it is titled. Yeah, you because finally you get, get the, the payoff end, you're like, there. Why does it? Why? What? What does Ben Affleck have to do with any of this? Everything. Absolutely right. At that right. point and moment Everything in time, everything ties together. They put a beautiful bow on it. It is absolutely amazing. They uh, kind of jumped into after that their non-alcoholic story of the week, which was pretty much dicks out for Harambe and for Paul Rubens. Yeah. Yep. And then the question of the week. What's your favorite drinking song? They want you to comment that on in the comments of that YouTube video. Yeah. They're going to put together a playlist that they're going to tell you they're going to give you a link to in their show notes, and then they're not actually going to do it. Right. But, yeah, let them know anyway. Mark, do you have a favorite drinking song? Uh, Edmund Fitzgerald. Okay. No, but no. that would totally <laughs> fuck their playlist up. <laughs> it really it? would. Ooh, I'm going to, you know, hmm, hmm, hmm. I am now scheming. Although, it's... It's Brett and Mike. So, I mean, if you... God, I thought we were past this. It is the two of them. So, they're only going to put on the playlist. Like, if, if, say, 20 people comment, like, their drinking songs, they're only going to pick the ones that they'll actually enjoy listening to for the playlist. They're not going to make a playlist of all of them. There's no way, right? Or will they surprise us and actually include everything? In which case... Boy, I, you and I, you with your touch tunes experience, me with just my ridiculous playlist of songs that I listen to, we could, we could seriously ruin their. Drink let's tonight. do. I mean, since Brett and Mike, I'm thinking, let's name off the top five love duets. <laughs> you want to do this? You ready? Do it. Yeah, you got go some for fanfare. It. You ready? Oh my God! You're you're all, you're making me do fanfare again. Um, I don't know what this one is. That's not a love song music all right. at all. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> Ain't no mountain high enough. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, you ready? Are we going <laughs> to... No. No, no. <laughs> no we're, we're already long enough on this episode as is. We're not doing that for every single one of them. <laughs> Number four. Islands in the Stream. All right. Number three. Up where we belong. Love lift us up where we belong. <laughs> Number two, almost paradise. Almost paradise. I'm not gonna sing everything. And one number one, my endless, endless love. love. <laughs> Best drinking songs ever. Basically, when you know you're crying in a corner in your home, yeah. alone, like on the kitchen floor or something. Yeah. I'm sure someone's done that. Not, not me, where obviously. Where we belong. <laughs> well, that covers <laughs> our <laughs> podcast recaps for this week. Yeah, no, actually, even if it didn't, we should probably, <laughs> we should just, probably just end with just that. Just end it. How, how could we top that? <laughs> I don't know. There ain't no mountain high enough. How <laughs> can we top this? All right. Well, if you enjoyed... Valley low. If you enjoyed what we did this week, let us know. We are, well, actually, you know what? Don't let us know necessarily. Let everyone else know. Let your friends know, your family know. Talk to, talk about other people and let them know about what we do yeah. and encourage them to give us a listen. Yeah. If you want to do more than that, our social and media And you know you is, do. You, oh, you absolutely do. And you know it. <laughs> 
go to truthbeerpod.com. There you will find links to all of our social media pages. You'll find links to our YouTube channel, which we mostly it's just our podcast episodes out there, audio only. But we do on occasion put up bonus videos and other content for you to enjoy. And that's also where you can find out how to become a Patreon member supporter you get extra bonus content at least once a month we're still working on some of that but buy us a beer or two we would absolutely love it and appreciate it and it just makes our nights go so much nicer knowing that people are out there supporting what we're doing yeah with that being said marco uh what are you going to be doing next tuesday julia let's do it again next tuesday all right we will see you cheers cheers